0: You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and D.C. Lucchese
1: all right we all have our reasons for running for some of it starts with wanting to get more exercise and lose a few pounds right our next guest on the running around charlotte podcast is definitely one of those folks he's a charlotte native who took his high school senior photo tipping the scales at 300 pounds and decided he wanted to do better for the next 16 years mike cook decided to do better every day but the journey was not easy Along the way, he made changes in his food, his drinking, and himself to get where he is now. We think a lot of you can identify with someone who makes the effort to go from less than perfect to better without necessarily trying to be perfect along the way. He's got a great story and is here to share it with us today. Welcome, Mike. How you doing?
2: I am doing great after that intro. All wow. Right. It <laughs> feel good, right? It does. I, I'm going to request everybody I meet intro me that way. From now <laughs> <on>. Gotcha. <laughs> I'll, you I'll go. send you
0: the link, man. I'll there you send go. You the link. I appreciate <laughs>
1: it. DC Lucchese, good good day, sir.
0: Back at you, man. Back at you. All right.
1: So I you know, the the first thing I, I ask people, and I apologize if it's a dumb question, but like you were over three hundred pounds, where are you at now and how much have you lost?
2: Um, I actually could not tell you what I weigh right now. I haven't weighed myself in probably two years. Um, but it's not three hundred. It is not 300. If I had to guess, I'd say maybe one seventy-five, somewhere around there.
0: Good for you. Shut up. Go off, man. Right that on. It is awesome. Yeah. Um
2: got down to 150, which was not a good place to be, but you know, we bounced back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Half yourself, right? Yeah. Literally. Sometimes
2: uh losing as much weight as you can is not, not the way to do it. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. well let's, let's start at the beginning. You're from Charlotte. Where would you go to school? Uh, what what, what, uh, what um, are things
2: like now compared to what they used to be? Uh, things right now are a lot better than they used to be. Um, I went to Harding University for my freshman year of high school, and then um, EU Waddell opened up down the street from where I lived, so I went there for the last three years of high school.
1: L High. Very good. And did yeah. you, did you run in high school? <laughs> no, at 300 I did not. Pounds, did you play <laughs> at, football? At 300
2: pounds. I did not. I did. I did very little of anything, yeah. which explains why I was where I was.
1: Yeah. Um, there you go. So have you ever looked at your high school days and wondered like, how did I, how did I get to where I was? How did I get so big? What, what was your early life like? And, explain to us kind of how, how you got to that point. If as much as you're willing to share.
2: Um, yeah, it just, you know, um, looking back on it, I used to have a lot of anger just about like my parents letting me be that big and like looking back at my diet and all of that, just Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't good, but you know, you get older and you realize they're human. They were both very busy. So you know, you eat more processed crap, junk food than you should. And um, when you're already shy and then you get to be 300 pounds, that doesn't make you want to be more outspoken and draw attention. So mm-hmm. I was a pretty reserved solo person. You didn't make homecoming home. court, huh? <laughs> I did not and did not go to homecoming <laughs>
1: That's for all the popular kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was, that was not me. So, so at at what point did you realize you were sick and tired of being sick and tired and overweight and, and you had to make a change? What you got through high school. Did did, did that happen in college? Did just post high school, just one day you woke up and you said, you know what, um, today's going to be different.
2: Honestly, at the start of my senior year in high school, when they sent out the senior pictures from the year before it was just like a slap in the face of like oh that's what i look like because you know back in the day young people we didn't take photos every single day and see ourselves on facetime and just you know i just ignored what i looked like and then i saw myself and i was like okay um yeah you listen to mainstream tv and movies and they talk about your uh your senior picture being this huge thing that follows you around. And people bring it up at your 50th birthday party, like, look at this nerd. And you know, that was not the photo that I wanted following me the rest of my life. So, well, you
0: look awesome now, bro. So that picture <laughs> well, so like anybody's gonna see that picture and go. Cat man, and I know it's not all about looks. It's not all about looks. It's not. That's that's why Tim's on the show. But
1: we uh, <laughs> got to for radio. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> we were going to do this in print, but it took too long. <laughs> but no, seriously though, I, I, I know it's not just about how you look. It's got to be how you feel. And like I said, mm-hmm. and and, and you, you, you said you saw that, and you said, oh heck no. But you, you're. I can tell your personality is is, is, is one that is completely different, presumably than, like you said, you were in high school. How has your outlook on everything changed since you made these changes for yourself? And I don't just mean physical appearance, all the the rest of the changes came along with the changes you made in yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the physical part, I, I try not to focus on when I talk about it, just because like I said, I've been 300 and I've been 150 and I wasn't healthy at either of Mm -hmm. those weights. So for me, it's definitely about how you feel and just taking care of your mental state. Mm -hmm. So that, that I think has really helped me through running just by making me realize what I'm capable of, you know, it makes you feel good when you achieve something you never thought you'd be doing. So the, yeah.
1: the journey started when you were a senior in high school, and and you said, you know, I, this senior picture is reality, right? That's who I mm-hmm. am and what I look like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to change that. What changes did you make right away? Um, did you start running right away, or was it more dietary? Or walk us through kind of that kind of that senior year that mm-hmm. that uh, that you experienced.
2: Um. Yeah. I. I started out for the first week, I tried to run, you know, just like everyone, I, I tried to run like Forrest Gump, you know, just take off and <laughs> run as fast as you can, And you know, you can, you can imagine how glorious that, that takeoff was, um, it, it did not go well, um, so then, you know, you start walking, and then you run a little bit more, and then, mm-hmm you know, you kind of keep it up. But the main thing was I changed my diet. I stopped just eating crap and actually carrying what went into my body and not just eating because I was bored. Yeah. yeah. So I think that helps.
0: And, and what, and, and again, we were, we were goofing around earlier before uh, we got serious about the show, but what flipped the switch from cleaning up your diet to saying, you know what, vegan, man, I'm doing that.
2: Um, that vegan is new for me. And I don't, Mm. I I hate saying vegan, but it just, it's, I I don't like plant-based because that feels like a Um, (laughs) cop-out. I've been lactose intolerant my whole life, so I couldn't Mm. do dairy anyway. And then just, I wanted to stop eating meat for a while just because I like the the ethical things about it. And it's not good for all those reasons, but, um, but yeah, it's like if you go vegetarian but then you can't eat dairy, what are you doing? You might as well just go vegan anyway. So I'm <laughs> vegan out kind of habit. Yeah. It's just I don't eat cheese or eggs. So like go. I don't follow strictly vegan all the time because that's impossible and expensive.
0: Amen, right? Amen, right? Yeah. But but you know, the the wind of that is, you know, the the benefits to your health, right? So I mean, right. So, now, and, and talking about the mental piece and everything else, you have got to be inspirational to everybody that you bump, bump into, right? I mean, people who know you or don't know you or met you or have known you for a long time have got to be like, I got to know more. And, I, um, and how did you do it and all that? I'm sure you get asked that stuff all the time. Hell, we're asking you now, man. <laughs>
2: so. Yeah, um, I, I definitely do. And, you know, I don't really have a good answer for when those people ask me. Cause like, I am a kid that walked the mile in school. Like when they had the mile challenge, I was a solid 18, 19 minutes. You know, it's just, it was not going to be anything spectacular. So mm-hmm. the fact now that I go out and run on days off and weekends and holidays, I mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me either. And I don't know how I got here, but I'm <laughs> glad I did. It's no. uh it's been, it's strange. So
1: in, in your bio appears the word sober. Mm-hmm. How does sobriety play into that? Share us, mm-hmm. share with us that that part of your life and that journey as, as much as you're willing to share.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, when I got sober in June of 2019, mm-hmm. I went into my old bag of tricks and was like, okay, what do I do to solve problems? I run. I ran when I wanted to lose weight. Now I need to take my mind off of the fact that I can't drink, which when you're an alcoholic sounds like your entire world. And now sounds like so stupid. It's such a small thing that I was afraid was gonna ruin my whole life. Um, but I needed something to take up that that time, that huge void from my life that I, that I saw as a huge, void mm-hmm. um and i started running and then um i actually won an entry into the inaugural around the crown from nota run club mm-hmm. and like it was six miles and you had a 13 something mile per or per minute mile minimum that you had to make or you'd get swapped off the course and that terrified me so I kind of took it, I kind of took it seriously and started running and actually learning how to run, which I I laughed at a few times when people would ask. Well, when I'd say, Oh, my knees hurt. And they're like, Well, have you gone to a run coach or anything like that? And I'm just like, you know how to run. People, kids can run, everybody can run. I don't, I don't need to learn how to run, but right. you, you kind of do. It's a it's a process. Sure. Um, so, how but did, yeah,
1: how did you do? You didn't get swept off the course, I take it.
2: I I did not. I, I finished in fifty eight minutes, something like that. It's like All eight right. fifty seven a mile. Very good. So oh, I, was, I was far from the cutoff. There you and mean. that that kind of just snowballed. And for that to be your first race, like that sets the bar high for other races that then you show up to, and you're just like, oh, we're not running on the interstate. Oh, okay. I guess that's okay. <laughs> I showed up to my first 5K, and it was just like, okay, here's the, here's the course. It was like, oh, okay, lower your expectations. That that was a very special first race.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. And and also in your uh, biography is ultra marathoner. So you you go from a 10K in 2019 to being an ultra marathoner. That's that's quite yeah, a shift that, in such a short period of time.
2: Yeah. Um, that that has a lot to do with the pandemic, just because I, I ended up having a lot of free time to just see how far I can go. Cause after Around the Crown, like I I was looking at people that finished in crazy fast times. It's like, how did these people run six miles faster than I can run three? It's like, I want to know. How they did that so i started looking around at run clubs and going to more group runs and mm-hmm. you know then I was like okay charlotte marathon um 2020 will be my my goal race and then we all know how that how, how 2020 turned out and mm-hmm. you know just um but actually 2020 with the lockdowns and all of that I started um, talking to the vagabond endurance guys who do trail running races around yeah. and I just kind of shifted into trail running because it was it was something you could do alone like it was it was new to me to run alone because I'd been going to group runs mm-hmm. and just in the woods dying going up hills falling down that was something I wanted to do alone like that that felt <laughs> more comfortable being alone when you're tripping and like freaking out thinking that a stick is a snake which i still do now but you know those things are a little more comfortable when nobody's watching you
0: (laughs) sure sure um especially especially if you don't wear light colored shorts right
2: very very good
0: idea to not wear (laughs) white shorts Yeah. yeah and and to you know make the distinction between uh the sticks and snakes part yeah that's yeah that's that's, critical that's (laughs) (laughs) That's critical man that is critical
1: do you have a an ultra marathon on on the horizon that you're training for
2: um yeah actually the yeah the the rest of my year is very long distances i have virtual boston i have killer creek 50k in october Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have Charlotte Marathon November 13th November 13th and then yeah. I have uh, then I have the Vagabond Endurance 100 mile trail race December 3rd or 4th or something like wow. that that I'm yeah. training for 100 miler and for you man 100 miles and I'm just coming off of a stress fracture on my ankle for 3 months so that's perfect timing for for me to be running 100 miles <laughs> <laughs> no better time <laughs>
0: Oh man! So I you, love it. I love it, man. I, I
1: gotta ask. You know, a guy, a guy like you who, um, been through a lot, had some, you know, emotional scars. You've got some, you mm-hmm. know, some physical battles that you've overcome. Some emotional. How do you? How do you use that to help others? Do you? Um, do you? Do you? Do you allow yourself to talk to other people who might be struggling with some of these same issues and and use your experience in, in those areas to, to help others? Um, if not, would you be willing to share some words of encouragement this morning?
2: Oh, I, yeah. I'm always, I try to be open on my Instagram page with people just because I know how important it is. Like when I see someone that says something that resonates with me. So I try and mm-hmm. share what I can so that if someone's going through some hard times, you know, they can reach out through direct messages which is where most of my instagram stuff goes on like my my posts are usually just like cool man and then like the real serious conversations are going on in like direct messages because some people don't want to be that open or vulnerable which mm-hmm. i completely get but it's why i try to be as open as i can on some things and then keep other things to myself because nobody needs to know everything about anybody and you know you don't you only have to share what you're comfortable with yeah absolutely
1: well that's great um absolutely what what, uh if you don't mind sharing your handle uh how would we get in touch with you or somebody who who's listening to this show says man that guy's uh that guy's got a lot of the same things going on that or had that that i do I'd, i'd love to just connect with him and Talk to them a little bit. How to how do how do people get a hold of you?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, CLT Native. Again, you can find me on there, or just search out um, Run Charlotte Run hashtag. I post way too much <laughs> with that hashtag, so I will probably find me if you want to. Um, yeah, and just I, I share about weight loss, running, sobriety. Um, I talk about uh, athletic brewing, which is a non-alcoholic craft beer, because a lot of people think once you quit drinking, you know, all you can drink is water for the rest of your life. And, you know, I try to not be the most boring person ever. I'm already uh, sober and vegan. And I talk about running way too much. You got to throw something kind of fun in there. So totally. I try to keep it hit as many people as I can just because I don't want to bum people out too much
1: so so you mentioned uh CLT native again you you left Charlotte mm-hmm. for a little while and you came back where'd
2: you go and what brought you back to Charlotte um see this one's weird for me Um uh, I left for college in 2004 and then came back in 2006 and then like six months later met a girl who lived outside of hickory we started dating got engaged moved in with her so i've been i had been gone from charlotte since 2004 for the most part and then finally moved back in 2015 you know always being close and like i'd come to charlotte every now and then Mm -hmm. but you know, it changed so much. Like South End used to just be prices and fat burrito. Like that was that was all <laughs> I knew. And I I was about just... South End. It was just a place right. you went to get food and then you left. <laughs> and, you know, now it's the epicenter of everything. There's so much stuff there now. So like it's my, my page started as me just trying to rediscover the place that I grew up and then found that I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. it has changed continues to change doesn't it I mean
1: every you know, sudden, day right
2: uh, holy cow
1: I walked in every uh, day office this morning and you know there's a bulldozer plowing something down and, back <laughs> and they're undoubtedly re- redeveloping another site so um, yeah kind of kind of that ongoing thing hey uh, just a pleasure to get to know you and um, learn more about your life journey and I'm sure uh, there is uh, a lot of Good things ahead for you, Mike, and um, just appreciate the the transparency and the vulnerability in sharing your story this today, and uh, encourage people who might um, be able to pick something out of your story and identify with it to, you know, to reach out and, and talk. You know, that's kind of the the way we get started on on road to recovery or healing or better health or whatever. So, um, uh, great uh, Absolutely. resource and, and, uh, thank you for, for being that to our community.
2: No problem. The, the Charlotte running, co- uh, community has given me so much. So if I can give back, I'd love to Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Appreciate it, Mike. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.